0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is South Beach Nico. Sorry, it's been a while. I've been super busy, but uh, just got back from a weekend in Daytona Beach. Went to, actually went to two races. Went to the Xfinity race on Friday night, very last minute after the race had actually started. Uh, waited that out. It was three overtimes. And then um, went back to the racetrack the next day. And that is when I met our podcast guest tonight, uh, Cassandra, who is a singer and pop, and opera, and she is just an overall-around amazing person, Miss Boston, Miss Massachusetts runner-up, and uh, we met each other at the NASCAR race, and we'll get into how we met, and um, just, you know, super awesome of her to give us some time to do the podcast, uh, met her, met her parents, and they are super supportive and awesome, we met them because her parents had a QR code of her um, for, like, her email list on uh, on their t-shirts, so Went up there out of curiosity to talk to them and find out what that was all about. She turned out to be super awesome and um, gave us about an hour here today to, to chat. And uh, they actually went back on Sunday as well because the race got rained out Saturday night. We all stayed late and then got up early because the race was at 10 a.m. So um, super jazzed up about that. I had a great time at the race with my four friends. Went with uh, Mike, uh, Marcus, Mr. Alfredo, a friend Mike, who we've known since 2011, Uh, And our buddy Ryan flew in town and Mr. Alfredo's brother, Tony, actually flew down or drove down for a day to hang out with us on Saturday. Super awesome time. Very glad and appreciative everybody went. Um, So, yeah, let's get right into it. Here's Cassandra on the For the Ladies podcast. Hello. Hey,
1: there we are. (laughs) We're
0: in. Good. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Doing great. Finally back home.
0: Nice. Yeah, you got home pretty early. Thank goodness. Oh my gosh, we're up in Jacksonville, and it was quite a
1: drive. We went to go try to see the Artemis 1 launch this morning. Did not oh, go though. so well.
0: <laughs> Is the weather, was the weather still rough?
1: <laughs> One of the engines had a problem, believe it or not. The weather was beautiful and perfect for launch day, and it still got soiled, so never mind. <laughs> uh,
0: that would have been cool to see for sure, though.
1: <laughs> I was very excited. Second time I've had a scrub launch experience down there, so it's oh, a man. bit of a bummer, but is
0: what it is. Well, welcome to the podcast. I don't know if you just heard it, but it's the first podcast I've done here with my cat. So,
1: Oh, oh my gosh.
0: She likes to chat sometimes.
1: (laughs) Well, hello. What's her name?
0: Her name is Miss Mary, but I gave her the nickname Attack Cat just because (laughs) (laughs) I'll send you a picture of her. She looks really mean, but she's the sweetest thing ever. So (laughs) I adopted her um, a couple of months ago from my ex-girlfriend. She was fostering her. She's never really had a home. So She's, uh, she's acclimated and actually has a home for the first time. Well,
1: that's super sweet. I'm happy to have her here.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so other than that, the race was kind of a, a long weekend if, just because of the weather.
1: That was. That really, really was. I uh, was not expecting such a long, drawn-out race experience, but I got to say it was pretty awesome. It was like two full days of entertainment yeah. uh, and a cool new... Connection to be on the podcast. So that worked
0: out pretty well. And I I kind of briefly said it in uh, the little intro I just did, but the reason we um, got connected was because your parents were walking around with a QR code on their t shirt of you.
1: Yes, indeed. They are the best. My dad uh, was talking to me just about a week ago and said, Hey, I was going to surprise you, but I actually have a business idea for this. Why don't you ship some merch shirts to our house? and we'll put your QR codes and all your song titles on our backs and a big picture of you on the front of our t-shirts. And we can all wear it around and maybe you wear some of your merch so that you're not wearing your own face around because that seems a little strange. Yeah, it was fantastic. They're my biggest supporters and it, it paid off. He was super happy when you guys came up to scan the QR codes.
0: Yeah, we were, uh, we were trying to figure out what we were going to do. And then we've noticed you guys like going out to check the track out even though it was pouring down rain. <laughs> And uh, we're like, wow, we got to go say something. We got to go figure out what this is all about. And so I kind of briefly cover that, too, in the intro. You are Miss Boston. You're a singer. Like, what should we know about you?
1: Yes. So uh, I am Miss Boston right now in the Miss America organization and also was first runner-up to Miss Massachusetts. So that was really exciting. It's my first ever pageant, actually. I had never done one. Well, we call them competitions now. um, It's kind of pageantry reimagined in the Miss America organization. But I... Had never done a pageant before. Ended up winning Miss Boston my very first time. Uh, And then the second one I had ever competed in was Miss Massachusetts and was first runner-up. So that was quite the experience. But um, yeah, so I'm doing that right now. A lot of volunteer work through that. I work a lot in speaking about um, the relationship between mental health and food and body image for young girls. And I'm actually writing a cookbook right now uh, to help with that. So that's a little bit about the Miss Boston side of things. Um, But yes, I am professionally an opera singer. I just graduated from New England Conservatory and studied classical vocal studies for four years there. And now I'm taking off. I actually also have a pop music career that I'm taking off and I'm moving to Nashville for that. Well, simultaneously, I actually just was accepted to a master's of music business at Berkeley a couple of days ago. So I'm gonna take online classes from Nashville and do it all. Jeez, you are busy. <laughs>
0: yes,
1: yes, very, very busy, very caffeinated. Um, life. I can't complain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just running on caffeine and enthusiasm. But yes. that seems to be like that everything seems to be working out for you. Like, seems like you have like goals and you make the right steps to meet them. Thank you.
1: Yeah, it's I definitely work very hard. I try to stay really focused uh i mean don't get me wrong there are a lot of setbacks right like, i might not publicize all of them i actually in a few weeks here i think september 16th is the release date that we have in mind right now uh but i'm releasing a song called highlight the real and it kind of unveils which is a bit scary for me um but i'm kind of pulling back the veil on some of what i post on social media because i really only post the good stuff i don't post mm-hmm. the bad stuff um And so I have a song that I'm releasing. It's kind of like, don't believe everything you see online. Like there's a reality that happens behind the scenes in everybody's life. Um, My goal is to make people feel a little bit less alone if they're going through a hard time. But I think the biggest thing for me is with every bad, there can be good, right? There's a lesson with everything that happens. And I think that's why it feels like everything in my life is going in the right direction. It's because I try to use all the bad times as a lesson and keep moving forward.
0: Yeah. And then it's always good to look back and see how far you've come from something, too. Exactly.
1: Exactly. I'm working on that, actually, trying to take a step back and appreciate the success that I've had instead of always being like, no, I got to do more. I got to keep going. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to do that, but it's healthy. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to appreciate everything you do, you know, like as a human being. I think that like, you get so wrapped up in, I got to go, 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 go. What's next? And then sometimes right. you some important things. Absolutely. But so you are from where exactly?
1: Isn't that a good question? <laughs> uh, so whenever people ask me this, I just say the East Coast, because I kind of lived a little bit everywhere. Uh, we moved a lot from my dad's work. But I was born just outside of D.C. in Maryland, uh, moved to Atlanta, Georgia, moved to upstate New York, went to school in Boston. I spent been in uh, Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania, actually doing research, medical research in my summers. Uh, parents now live in Florida, and I am currently moving to Nashville, so I've been literally all over the East Coast. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's awesome, though. So, like, have you had a favorite spot, or they do you like them all?
1: <laughs> um, I think my favorite spot's got to be Boston. I feel yeah. like I've the most me when I was in Boston. I took a lot of time, I actually recently just did an article with, uh, it's called Boston Man Magazine, and they have the Enthusiast article it's kind of all about a journey and time. And I talk about how I really found myself in Boston. And I think a lot of that comes down to Boston's a space where so many people are encouraged to have Hmm. self-expression. And for me, that came in the form of, you know, I was an opera singer, and I was going to a classical music school that pretty much only does classical music and jazz. And that's really it. We have contemporary improvisation, but that's a whole nother ballgame. Yeah. And my heart really wanted to do pop music. And when I went away for COVID, it was like there was no one around. I wasn't really doing anything. I had actually, my parents had just moved to Jacksonville. Uh, Well, I guess in that case, I guess I really found myself in Jacksonville, but in an odd way. Um, (laughs) I had no friends in the area. I just It was just me, my parents in Jacksonville, totally isolated during COVID. Um, and that's when I realized, you know, I, what do I actually want out of my life instead of just plugging along the same path all the time? Yeah. And pop music was really it. I think I feel that I found myself most in Boston because after two years of working on this pop music track during COVID years, I was able to go to Boston and really stay true to that side of myself. Because it's a little scary bringing pop music into a heavily classical music space, mm-hmm. It's just a very different vibe. Um, so doing that and staying true to that while living in Boston and also joining the Miss America organization and really just kind of doing whatever I wanted without being that concerned about what other people thought. Um, it was one of the most empowering things I've ever done. I think I'm a lot better off for it today.
0: That's awesome. And like, just kind of stemming off from that whole isolation in Jacksonville, do you think that? Because of that, not knowing anybody, you actually had time to really kind of dive into what you wanted and what your thoughts were and like on your own life, because you weren't distracted by friends or anything like that.
1: Oh, gosh, yes. I think self-isolation can be a bit scary, um, because sometimes thoughts aren't always so nice, (laughs) Um, but, but other times they can be really good for you. I think one of the best things that happened to me, actually, was being in isolation, being with my parents, as I said earlier, are just the best. And having a minute to just kind of step back and like there was no social pressure. There was no whether that came in the form of you should do classical music because you're surrounded by people doing classical music or just like, oh, I want to go out to dinner with my friend tonight. There was none of that. So Mm -hmm. I ended up working and building a following on TikTok and making connections with an audience and seeing how I could actually empower them. And that was a period of time that I'd never it was something I had never really experienced before. I'm so extroverted that spending time isolated by myself doing social media was, like, totally different for me. Had never done that before. Um, and now I was isolated and doing that full time. And it really – it showed me what taking a second to step back and kind of be my, by myself can do for me, can do for my career, and can also do for other people.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I, I kind of approached COVID that same type of way because I'm used to being busy around that time of year with work and it's just like nonstop. And so I was like, all right, cool. Like, I, I loved the isolation part because I was being more productive. Right. And like you said, not being pressured, like, oh, yeah, I'll go out with, for dinner with a friend. Like, there was none of that. So it's finding like a good way to be productive. I mean, I was in great shape. I was using that to work out a lot.
1: <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. I was in, I actually started up a fitness page during COVID at one point. <laughs> I was working out for like two hours a day, two and a half hours a day. I'm, I'm like, well, I guess I'll go for another run. <laughs> but...
0: I remember that. And so like, just speaking of how we met at the racetrack, um, obviously every sport shut down, but NASCAR has um, this like simulation online called iRacing, where mm-hmm. they will actually scan the tracks in the car. So it's as accurate as you can get. And so while all sports were shut down, NASCAR was running the actual drivers we saw yesterday race at the track on iRacing on like Fox and NBC. Wow. And so that was something that got a lot of like uh, exposure to iRacing, which I'm actually on right now. And, um, <laughs> but it, you know, helped it. Like people were being creative. Right. In every industry. And I think that, think that was a cool thing.
1: Yeah. It was something that, I think a lot of us needed those that didn't want to be in the creative space might not have uh, appreciated that time as much, but, um, you know, I think it was a great time for entrepreneurs to have a second to really think and pause. And of course not everybody was afforded the same opportunities. I think it also was a chance for everyone to kind of step back and figure out how we can maybe become a little bit more unified as a nation yeah. which would be so wonderful. Um, but you know, for a lot of entrepreneurs, I think it was a time to step back, be creative, and think about really what they were doing, what business models and business points were working, what wasn't working. Um, For me, I never really gotten into the music business. It's a space where you really don't see that many women, to be honest, and it's finally happening. And so for me, I started learning about the business. I would stay up until three, four in the morning, reading articles, reading books about the music business, trying to figure out what on earth I was doing. And uh, when I was 19, I opened up an LLC and I kind of helped get things all in order. Um, But yeah, now it's full circle and I'm going to Berkeley for grad school to go study music business, which is pretty wild. I never would have thought that that would be the case for me. So that's a nice little check full circle in that one but yeah um, i love yeah.
0: that and then do you want to continue like in a pop singing career as well like or you are gonna focus on like business side of it or both
1: so honestly i think it might be both i um i'm definitely going the artist route in the sense of you know i'm releasing music i want to perform i want to tour i want to have that whole life and just go for it um there's, Really nothing better. I had one of the biggest performances of my life, actually probably the biggest. Um, and I sang for the Puerto Rican Festival of Massachusetts this past year. And it was just that moment where I'm like, Okay, yep, this is exactly what I wanna do for the rest of my life and I'm in the right place and this is I could do this every day and I'd That's be the awesome. happiest person alive. Um, so definitely wanna be an artist. Part of that though, I think what separates, you know, the sharks from the minnows, as they say, is having that understanding of the music business knowing what you're doing knowing how to get paid properly etc there's so many layers and it's evolving more quickly than one can read um but i think that's going to be huge as an artist that said it's a competitive world out there and there might be a time when i say given it my very best or it might be after an artist career who knows um but to turn back to the music business so I can stay closely tied to what I love, but maybe just in a different way than I imagine.
0: That's awesome. Again, you've got a plan, which is good. And I would love to go to a NASCAR race one time and you're like singing the national anthem. (laughs) I'd
1: be so happy if NASCAR is listening, hit me up. (laughs) Well, speaking of
0: where can uh, people find you to keep up with you?
1: Yes. So all of my social media platforms are under the name, you know, Cassandra um, so it's like, you know, oh, you know Cassandra. Um, but that's <laughs> <laughs> that's on Instagram and TikTok. It's spelled normally on Twitter. It's just the letter U know mm. Cassandra, because I couldn't fit Y O U. So that's the only different one. Um, but you can find me on any of those or at my website, CassandraOfficialMusic dot com. That'll lead you also to my music, which is on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, Amazon Music, Pandora Radio, you name it. Um and that'll lead you to it there, as well as my merch pages and all of that.
0: Which I am getting some, by the way. I'm sorry, Told you so excited. I would. I'm, I'm, I'm it too. Like, I'm very excited about it. <laughs> you
1: gotta let me know. If there's something that you're like, I like it, but I'd rather see something like this, let me know, because I'm always trying to update my merch page to be something that people would actually want to wear. I think about merch a lot, because I don't actually wear merch from artists very often. Yeah. So I always try to think about, okay, if I were to, what would I actually want to wear? And so a lot of my merch kind of reflects things. That I think, okay, this is cute. Like, you know, you saw I was wearing my, uh, it's the cropped white tee. that says patients running low, really tiny on the front of it.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just understated. It's streetwear. You know, that's kind of, that's my personal style. But let me know what you think. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's a fun time.
0: And then I'll have to come to you and, like, get my uh, podcast merchandise started.
1: <laughs> I know. what I was going to say, just let me know. I'll help you start up the whole store and everything. It's so easy. I go through Printful and Shopify. Okay. It's, like, the best duo combo ever because I don't have to house any merch. Um, that's,
0: that's smart. <laughs> So great! <laughs> it's really you could nice. just have boxes and boxes in your house. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh! I just move into my apartment in Nashville, and I just my furniture would be boxes. <laughs> I'd have to go over to like sit on merch boxes. Now thank goodness I
0: <laughs> love it. Love that. Um, oh, I, something I was gonna say earlier was how funny it was. You guys were in such a hustle. Last I saw of you was at the race. Like at ten o'clock in the morning, we got there, and yeah. Marcus, my buddy, was like. Oh, hey, there's that girl we met yesterday, and you were sprinting up the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and that's a lot of stairs.
1: (laughs) Listen, I had, like, the Rocky theme song playing in my
0: ears. (laughs) Well, I
1: should say in my head. Um, No, that was hysterical. So my parents and I, we had never before been to an NASCAR race, and we really wanted to hear that first moment when Mm -hmm. the entrance turned on. And... We're going. We're walking in, and we're like doing the power walk hustle into the <laughs> place. And all of a sudden, Tad's has like, "I think it's starting in one minute." And we all just simultaneously start sprinting up these stairs. I'm like wheezing by the time I got awesome. up. <laughs> but we made it, and we heard it, and it was awesome.
0: I was, was gonna crazy. call you and be like, "Hey, like we're down here," but you were on a mission, so we
1: were we were going. I think um, most people can attest that if you've ever seen me walking around, especially in Boston. I fast walk like the best of them. Like, I don't leave a moment. I have AirPods in. There's some, like, Britney Spears playing. I am hyped up, and I am moving it as <laughs> I walk. <laughs> That's a pretty normal. You did see me in my natural state in that
0: moment. I like it. I'm more like a slow walk, casual, just go along with it. Like, we'll get there when we get there.
1: <laughs> as I said, I'm highly caffeinated, so. It's true.
0: And I, yeah i was too yesterday because i was tired
1: <laughs> oh my gosh tell me about it that mornings
0: was... are not my thing
1: that was early especially after the late night uh call of the race so.
0: yeah speaking yeah. of people who walk fast did you know that pitbull owns two of the cars we saw
1: no kidding really? yeah, <laughs> yeah he,
0: like... he owns the one in the 99 cars
1: <laughs> oh my gosh
0: so i wonder if he was at the race michael jordan was
1: yeah see these are things that i wish i knew and i don't know how to find the info on them
0: oh next time you go to a race just ask me like i know everything about racing i love it
1: <laughs> oh, gosh all right well i i will absolutely do that it was hysterical the uh photographer came up and he was like oh can i take a picture of you with your parents i was like hold that thought and i had my miss boston sash in my bag it's like oh my gosh i know you were here you should have told us ahead of time I'm like oh yeah you probably you tell me. yeah
0: <laughs> you probably could have gotten like something something like a suite or something <laughs> Right?
1: Right? Ah, man. The more you know, I tell you. <laughs> eh,
0: it was the first one. There's a lot more races, don't worry.
1: No, I hope that I can get down to the Daytona 500. That'd be pretty cool.
0: That one I is mean, amazing.
1: I might be a true race fan at this point. I gotta say, it was pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you guys, it looked like we followed the same type, like, judging by your Instagram story and, like, piecing it together with mine, like, you were in the garage area. You were in the yeah. infield.
1: Yeah, we, we moved around. We, uh, we went down to that what is it the UNOH fan zone Mm -hmm. um which was a really neat experience but that was so sweet I haven't gotten a chance to come home for a bit just because it's been an incredibly busy year if you go through my Instagram you'll just kind of see all of the stuff that's been happening since I actually went and left winter break for school um but I finally got a chance to come back and visit my parents instead of them coming up and visiting me. And my dad was like, we're going to have a fun packed week. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> so it just like did the works right down to the NASCAR race. Um, it was great. We got to go down and look inside the pits and everything. I mean, it was super, super cool. Um, it,
0: it's definitely yeah. one thing to see it on TV. But once you're actually there and you see it and smell it all, like, it's cool.
1: Yes. Yes, it's pretty fantastic.
0: <laughs> and you guys waited out the rain. Like, you went and got lunch and came back for the end.
1: <laughs> okay, so that was hilarious. We left, and we were planning to fully leave. And there were so many cars on the road. we like, you know what? Let's just stop. There was a restaurant right there. So we went and grabbed some Mexican food for lunch. It was great. I had a good time. And it looked like it was still going to rain. Um, and I am very big on Halloween and I realized that there were some Halloween stores open in the air. (laughs) Like I'm going to get ahead of the traffic. We're going to go. So we actually went to a Halloween store for like an hour and I started picking out some costume ideas and just piecing together some things. And all of a sudden my dad goes, Oh my God, the race is on in 20 minutes. We (laughs) got (laughs) to (laughs) go. So we just dropped everything, ran out the door. Went and uh, caught the end of the race somehow, and it was great. Crazy, crazy ending, though. I tell you, there's a crash. I think only four cars made it out. That yeah, was
0: else. yeah. No, there was. And I just watched uh, the highlight from the crash before the rain, and like it was raining while they were driving, so that was oh, probably not so too bad. safe.
1: It was so bad. So but happy. yeah, I
0: was back in St. Petersburg, Florida, when the race ended. So I was like, man, I should have stayed. <laughs>
1: I right know. I know. And you told me that you guys left.
0: I was not happy, but it's okay.
1: <laughs> it happens, it happens. There's always going to be another one. Come on. Yeah,
0: back. and like I said, once I got on the road, I was like, all right, cool. I'm glad to get back because I miss my cat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, but um, how often do your parents go up and visit you, like, when you're not living in the state with them?
1: um so there's a lot actually i was able to see them at least once a month if not twice um and then so with the whole competition this massachusetts passed in uh july and when that ended it was kind of this moment of so what's next because mm-hmm. i had kind of planned to stay in massachusetts and now um I could, but I, at the time, I hadn't actually even applied to Berkeley. So I'll I'll backtrack a bit here and fill in some information. So when I graduated from New England Conservatory, my plan was to go to graduate school at the New School of Music in New York City to study opera if I was not Miss Massachusetts. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: I wasn't really sure what was going to happen. As I said, I was first runner up, so I obviously stood a good shot. Um... And I didn't know, I thought, you know, maybe I will be staying in Boston. So I was kind of going back and forth between everything and the results of the competition came out and I had this full stop moment where I was like, I can't do this again. I just got out of four years of school where I realized that what I want to do is pop music. So why am I barreling toward another degree in opera when it's not what my end goal is Truly is like, I might go back to it at some point. I don't know, but if I don't try pop right now, I don't think I'll ever forgive myself. Hmm. Um, so I contacted the new school and I said, listen, I wanna take a, a gap year. I'm just gonna defer my enrollment for a year and I'll get back to you. They were like, all right, sounds good. That's fine. Um, so I, you know, carried on thinking I'm gonna move to Nashville and that's all great. And then I found out that Berkeley did an online program where I could study music business. So it was mid-July when I even considered applying and I finished the application in August hmm. and then found out three days ago that I got in.
0: Wow. Oh, um, congrats again.
1: <laughs> it's been it's been pretty hectic. Um so when I was in Boston, just going back to the idea of my parents visiting, um it was a bit of a panicked moment for me in July when I realized oh my gosh the backup plan that I'd kind of settled on I don't actually want to do so now I'm just kind of floating here in Boston with no plan and you know I can keep doing this Boston work and that's wonderful but I also have a a full music career that I'm trying to pursue at the same time and there was only so much that I could accomplish there yeah pop music scene in Boston it's a little bit there it's more like house music and things like that which are great but it's not what I'm trying to do
0: right
1: um, so I knew where I needed to be but as I said I was in a bit of a panic uh so my mom actually came up and stayed with me for a little while which was so nice um and plus my dad for being cool with that <laughs> it
0: <was>
1: pretty awesome <laughs> um, but yeah so my mom and I just had a few weeks of girls days and would apartment hunt and this and that and it was it was really one thing after another. It was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it happen in Boston and life's going to be great. Uh, I was getting looked at by some modeling agencies. They were kind of like, we think you might do well here, but we also think that maybe it's a better – like, we don't know how much we can help you in Boston for what you really want. Like, maybe it's worth trying this again in Music City. Mm-hmm. So every – like, all roads pointed to Nashville. I even got dumped. Like, it was so much as that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: the only little tie I had left in Boston – also also fell through and i was like i right, okay i got it <laughs> lord it's clear i will go to <laughs> next um, so that was kind of the that was that and i think it's there's a couple sides to that one was it was so nice to my mom to be there and help me out everything else uh but the other part was whenever i post on social media everything was super smiley yeah. and happy Like everything's wonderful. I'm great. No, what exciting news. I'm moving to Nashville. Um, but I was also so sad because I was leaving this place that I called home for years now.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so it was kind of this juxtaposition that was a little strange and I'm, I'm gearing up now to start talking about it and opening up about it to all of my followers on socials and really just highlighting what that was like, what it felt like to go through that. Um, and also, of course, you know, egging on the song release with that story as well, because it's really what it stemmed from.
0: Yeah. The, um, I know that, like, when tough times happen in life, I never used to have, like, an outlet to do it, but I started, I mean, the podcast is one, but, like, doing a stand-up comedy, I started doing that recently, and it's, like, yeah. that's so helpful.
1: <laughs> it really is. <laughs> having able a way- to get it out. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta let it out if you keep it all bottled up, which... Is easier said than done. I think that was the number one thing that I realized for myself. Um, You know, as you said earlier, I'm busy. Yeah. And with that, there doesn't come a lot of time to step back and be like, okay, I'm going to take care of me or like go do something for me. And I don't know. I think that's something I really want to stress to people is like, you're never too busy to take care of you. And if you are, you got to cut something out. Yeah. Um, Because that came... That became completely apparent this past year uh, when I don't think I ate, I, I said it in an article actually I did recently. It was, I don't think that I sat down to eat a meal. Like I ate every single meal standing up mm-hmm. from like February through July of this year. Jeez. <laughs> just Running. Like I lived about three, well, actually I lived nine minutes from my school. But fast walking, as I do, I can make it in three and a half minutes.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: I would make the walk home. I'd already have a sandwich like prepped and ready to go, have it standing as I'm walking out the door and walking back <laughs> Like there was no break, there was no time, there was no mm. zen, there's nothing. <laughs> so I've, for the past month, I've actually been visiting family all over the East Coast. And just taking that minute, and it's so important, you kind of stop working for a second and start living again, and then it gives your work more purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been pretty, pretty wonderful. And I'm hoping that I can kind of get that message out to people that everybody's going through hard times. The indicator for yourself, how you're doing is how do you respond to it and how much they taken care of you in that process. And finding those outlets, as you said, I love being on the water and doing water sports I wrote a I drove a jet ski for the first time in my life a couple weeks ago and it was fantastic I was like I need it
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing and I think it's like super brave to put it out there and you're like releasing a song about it like that that takes a lot of courage
1: thank you I'm a little bit terrified I won't lie. <laughs> I'm actually like a lot terrified but it's fine <laughs> it, it's one of those songs that I think it opens me up to seem a little bit more human i think i i realized it once i had a friend who came up to me and said you know hey i always see you know like you're just you're always eating healthy and you're always like going out and which you wouldn't be able to tell from my current uh posting on social media by the way i have been on full vacation mode for like a month and a half now it's fabulous wow. i highly recommend that <laughs> but i will get back to regularly uh, <laughs> scheduled programming soon she's like you're always eating healthy always working out i get up at you know 8 and you've already gone for a 6 mile run and it kind of makes me feel like garbage i don't know how you do it and i'm also not trying to tell you to stop doing it but also it kind of hurts me <laughs> it's mm. like all right well that's a you can't make your posting of course uh to sugarcoat everything for everybody and that's that's not the point of what i'm saying it's more I kind of realized that I so was only posting the happy stuff that it might not have been reflecting this full image of myself that I need to put out in order to really be authentic. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I just thought that was something that was interesting and kind of helped me have this idea of growth regrowth. And so I'm on a mission right now to have this first song released about the hard times. And spring into a whole new EP in 2023. That's all about overcoming that and rebuilding and finding yourself again. So there's lots of exciting things on the horizon. I'm looking forward to.
0: I love that. Um, switching gears a little bit. Sure. Can Can you explain about like the Miss Boston, Miss Massachusetts, all of that stuff? Like, oh yeah. Because that's a world I don't know anything about.
1: Oh sure, 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 sure. So um, I guess. I don't know where to start I guess well first I'll talk about competition so Miss America organization has done so much and so much change so we're in the Miss America 2.0 era is what they're calling it um and basically they took out the swimsuit portion of competition so there's no more swimsuit which I was really quite happy about I think swimsuit can be something that is very empowering for people to feel good in their own skin and you know show the case that on stage but for Mm -hmm. me it was something that was kind of a point of agony thinking about like oh my gosh you know I just know that I'm too much of a perfectionist and so what that what that might have done to me I was not looking forward to so when I heard sim suit was gone that was really the point that got me to say okay maybe I do want to compete um Mm -hmm. we compete in interview talent on stage question and answer and um evening gown walk okay so evening gown is very much just know. can you wear a pair of heels and a nice dress? And how do you present? So that's pretty much the only one that's really about the overall presence. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it's really, truly a scholarship organization. All um, awards and cash awards, et cetera, are all for scholarship and scholarship only. Okay. So it's great. It really encourages women to be in school, finding further education, educating others. Um, the talent portion, of course, speaks for itself, whatever your talent is. Not only do you compete in that, but as a title holder, your job is to go out into the community and perform that talent. So for me, I'm singing all over the place, but I'll put on my sash, to to showcase that. Um, and then for interview, they can ask us anything. Actually, interview was the scariest portion of competition for me because I, I knew about the news, but I didn't like, study it. Mm-hmm and I had to do a deep dive. I spent about five to six hours per day for a month and a half, two months, I wanna say, prepping for interview every single day, um, which was a lot. I would wake up and read the news for an hour, hop on the phone with my dad for 30 minutes and recap, make sure if there was any historical event that I was missing that would like clarify things. I would touch on that in the evening I would then have a mock interview where people can ask you questions from how do you feel that Joe Biden is handling the Russia Ukraine crisis to tell me about something in your life that you're not proud of and what you've learned of it or like, you know, learned from it. Mm-hmm. To, What's your favorite book to, I mean, l- literally anything. You can get questions coming out of left field. I've gotten things from, um, would you ever go on the show? The bachelor To talking about opera stars that have done wrong in their communities and whether or not they should be banned from performing in certain cities. Like, just hmm. random stuff. You never know where it's coming from. Yeah. Um, so it, it forces you to think on your toes how to understand how to speak to an audience and how to really portray your best self.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's a huge confidence builder. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great organization. I think the competitions themselves are so much fun because you have this chance to be with the other title holders, meet with them, um, and form real friendships. I think there's this misconception that everybody's super mean to each other. Mm-hmm. get <laughs> a whole bunch of catty girls, but it's so not that. I've actually made some really wonderful friends from my experiences competing.
0: Um, That's awesome. I was actually wondering that too. I was going to ask. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody always thinks that because I don't know, maybe it's just a stereotype and I don't know, but, um, no, there's some really wonderful people. I think the ones that are doing it for the right reason are there because they want to change the world for better Nice. period. And when you meet those ones and you seek them out and it's kind of funny cause you'll just see them and everybody all the girls show up and everybody's together and there's so much energy in that room of just excitement and nervous energy and everything in between. Um, but you'll see those girls that are just, you can see it in their face, you know, <laughs> like, Yeah, I'm here and yes, I'm competing, but I'm also, I'm here for the right reasons. And yeah. that is so special. You know, I, I think for me, it was a matter of, I, realized that with the Miss America organization, of course, I could perform my talent, I could earn scholarship. I think literally any young girl that needs scholarship money and has a talent that they would like to perform more should just at least consider competing. Even if you just get a local title, I, my first um, com- er, competition for Miss Boston made nearly $1,000 in scholarship, which isn't a ton of money, but it's nearly $1,000 I didn't have before.
0: Yeah, it's helpful. <laughs> so
1: that was nice. And of course, I want more at Miss Massachusetts and so on and so forth.
0: So how do you how would you get into it?
1: Um, so it's not actually as difficult as it seemed. I think one of the best pieces of advice I would have is to at least just have somebody in your corner. You don't need to have necessarily a coach, but just kind of understanding what you need for competition, for paperwork. All of that is a good idea. Um, A Google shirt should bring it up, but you'd have to first check, like, if you're in Massachusetts, right, or I'll say here in Florida. If you're in Florida, you'd have to go to MissFlorida.org, I'm sure it is, check out what the locals are, and then see, because some local competitions, I'm not actually sure if there's a Miss Jacksonville, but say there is. Mm Mm-hmm. It might be that only if you live in Jacksonville, you can compete. And then sometimes it's not that way. Sometimes you can be at anywhere in the state and compete for that title. Okay. And then you move up, so on and so forth. Some states are different. Like Rhode Island doesn't have any local competitions. They just have the state competition. Just kind of depends on the state. There's no uh, rhyme or reason to it as far as I've been able to tell. But okay. But yeah, so I think the biggest reason though, I say you want something in your corner is because of the social impact initiative, which is, oh, I guess I didn't, basically, you have to have a platform that you're passionate about, that you can talk about, advocate for, and spread in the community. For me, that was, well, actually, it was one different thing when I was competing for Miss Boston, and I changed it competing for Miss Massachusetts, and it became this idea of mental health connecting to food and body positivity Hmm. i call it made for you by me it's really about like stop trying to create something with your body that is really just all about physical appearance like stop eating for physical appearance stop working out for physical appearance start focusing on what can i do that actually makes me feel good inside right like i don't want to eat a salad because i think that it'll give me abs in the morning i want to eat a salad because the nutrients within that are going to give me the energy to can perform. Mm-hmm. And shifting that mindset, understanding what's going into your body, the food that you eat, what you're putting out, all of that. I think when you become more informed, you can become a healthier person in a way that is not only healthy for your body, but it's healthy for your mind. Um, Love that. Thank you. Yeah. So in the day of social media, that was uh, the best Best thought for me. And I had a coach that was helping me write up the paperwork and everything for that.
0: Oh, wow. <clears throat> so, on that same type of subject, um, obviously something I wouldn't know anything about, but like in the social media age, you being a girl in your early 20s, is that like, did you ever get into the pressures of I've got to post stuff to like look good and all that stuff or like
1: oh, to yeah. get likes Sorry.
0: and everything?
1: Yeah, I think for me with social media and the pressures, um, I think the biggest one for me is I was always confident in how I looked, especially because I've always been an athlete. I've always been, like, living a healthy lifestyle. I used to actually be a nationally ranked tennis player. Like, I Mm -hmm. was totally in the scene of it. Um, But when I was really young, I was nearly obese. Mm -hmm. And that change like what that did for me growing up it's really hard for me sometimes to not mentally go back to that time mm-hmm. and being online that can be very difficult because you get some really nasty comments I think my personal favorites are the ones like for the love of God get a nose job and you're like oh I- wow <laughs> I think my nose is fine <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you for that. these are you know three four five six seven like mm-hmm. yeah with no profile picture um <laughs> <so it's- laughs> Do. But, you know, with posting and with trying to really stay aligned with yourself to go, some random person's comment doesn't matter, mm-hmm. A. And B, I'm not in competition with some random girl that I have literally never met, know nothing about, could not tell you anything about this girl's personality, lifestyle, things in life, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I am not a comparison to her. That is one of the hardest things to overcome. And I think people sometimes wanna blame the girls on social media that are photoshopping their pictures and posting this and that. And as much as, you know, no, they're not helping the issue. I don't blame them for playing the game. Yeah. Like we're all just trying to make our bag and move on, right? Mm -hmm. That's what's working for them. Okay. I encourage my followers to look inward instead and filter how they're viewing social media.
0: Yeah.
1: I think it's huge. You know, like you have a responsibility as somebody scrolling just as a person posting has a responsibility. One thing I did is I don't Photoshop my body anymore Hmm. on my posts. And it was partially for my followers, but it was also for me. I'm like, listen, if I'm not looking a certain way. It's only a problem if I think it's a problem for me. It shouldn't be a problem if it's a problem for somebody else. Yeah. Right? So the only reason I'd be photoshopping a photo that I liked in the first place is because I'm trying to make it look better for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna quit doing that. <laughs> right.
0: That's and that's smart because it's your, you know, your social media, so it should be your what you're comfortable with.
1: Right. Right. I think the only thing that I'll ever edit is if I have like a little Acne or something like a blemish or something, just because I went through I went through the ringer multiple times, actually, with my image between being nearly obese as a child, but also when I was younger, I had really horrific acne. like it was not it was not a fun time. Middle school was unkind. It's yeah. fine. Um, and people were pretty mean, whether it was about literally anything, like you name it. I encountered some of the less kind people in my lifetime and wonderful people in the midst but um it's difficult when you have those real life experiences and then you hop online and somebody has a comment about it yeah if somebody's trying to tell me that you know i don't look a certain way whatever but i'll never forget there was one time i went on live on tiktok and i didn't wear any makeup and i had a couple of blemishes. And somebody out of left field, again, user, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, we know <laughs> profile picture, just came in, firing at me. I'm like, what is going on right now? And as much as I wanted to say that it didn't hurt, it did. Yeah. Um. And so that's I, I try to be open about it whenever people ask. Like that's the only thing that I'll ever edit out. And I'm actually trying to get away from that too. Yeah. Um. But it's huge. You know, I think being on social media can be so scary because you're constantly putting yourself out there Mm -hmm. for other people to judge, like, not like, you know, whatever. Um, it's a lot. It's tricky, but you just got to stay strong and you got to remember your real life is what's really
0: important at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's like, um, just for me, like I'm 31 now. So, like a little bit different generation when I was growing up than you, probably, right. where we didn't have that. But, you know, which I'm glad because I used to be so shy and like insecure that I would not be popular. That if I had social media as a kid growing up, I don't know like how I would have handled it. Right. right. Like it was, it was tricky enough. Like until 11th grade, I was so shy and worried about what people thought. And I was, I remember somewhere between 11th and 12th grade, I was like, why am I, why do I care? And, once I couldn't find a reason, I was like, all right, cool. Let's change how, you know, you do your life. But social media would have made that so much tougher.
1: It's a lot. It's, and I see it now too. You know, I have family members that are younger and are further into the Gen Z. Apparently I'm a Zillennial, which hmm. is the like 1998-2003 to generation. I'm a 2000s baby. So mm-hmm. realizing that it's like, okay. Apparently, I understand millennial things, but I'm really in Gen Z culture. Whatever the heck that means. Yeah, I see these kids that are like really in the Gen Z culture, and it's kind of sad to see how much their lives are taken by social media. Like it's it's what they know, it's what they do. I see these sixteen-year-old girls that look older than me. Yeah. And I'm like, "I mean, you look great. it's wonderful. I just really hope that it doesn't affect you negatively later, that you've never got that chance to just be a kid. Yeah. Like I have such great memories of being a little kid living in Georgia, and like we go out in Atlanta and run around the community with our neighborhood friends, and I, I hope it's still happening. I hope it's not all like, let's just make another TikTok dance and makeup transition and you know whatever else. That's great. but um) It's just, I think it's tough nowadays for kids to keep a sense of grounding in reality in real life.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you on that.
1: Yeah.
0: I remember, like, wanting to grow up so bad when I was a kid. I was like, no, you should have appreciated that more. Like, it was simple and fun.
1: (laughs) I know. I think about it all the time now. I'm like, I think there's actually an interesting point that I've been trying to figure out how to say right on my socials, but it's like when I was little, I wanted nothing more than to be in the shoes that I'm in right now. And mm-hmm. like, I want nothing more than to be in the shoes I was back then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: Cause like, I was always busy. <clears throat> I was always, always busy. I was always working from the time I was, when I was five years old, I started playing competitive tennis. Like it was, I was always doing something. And it was great, but I kind of wish I had taken that time to just be a kid have hobbies do things people ask me I remember about a year and a half ago somebody asked me so what are your hobbies and I just kind of blankly stared at them like what <laughs> do you mean like people I'm an adult adults don't have hobbies what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah I was I was sorely mistaken and completely shocked when I realized that people actually made time for themselves to do <laughs> things that interested them uh, so it's taken a bit of work to try to find some new hobbies now.
0: <laughs> we're <making laughs> well, It's our- got to be good to like change it up a lot by like going to Daytona. That's probably right? way different than like a big change of pace difference.
1: Right. Oh yeah. I've been uh, living the city lifestyle for quite a while now. And that was really, really cool. Yeah. Totally different field group of people around me. It was really neat.
0: Oh, that's what I meant to ask you. Like, did you meet any other cool people while you were there other than us?
1: We didn't. Nobody came over and asked about our QR code, sadly. Um, so we didn't end up making any new friends other than the one photographer that came over. Mm. Um, I'm still waiting. I keep checking the Daytona International <laughs> by Instagram because he's like, I'll post this. <laughs> <laughs> My fingers are crossed. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I don't know. We we ended up just kind of walking around and enjoying our time together, but uh, just even being in that space, I mean, was so unique and different than anything I'd done before. I Yeah. right
0: though. And I mean, like I'm kind of glad it rained for your side of it since you'd never been, like you kind of got to explore <laughs> more without the actual rush of the race being on. Right. But I wish you, you could have seen like 150,000 people in the grandstands while the race is going on, too. If it was sunny.
1: Yeah, that would have been pretty.
0: It's really, really cool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was neat in the sense of I was able to see so much between the stadium and museums and, you know, everything around. Yeah. Um, But I do agree it would have been cool. I think the coolest thing, and maybe this was just because the next race was, you know, the race was delayed to the next day, but there was nobody going totally off the rails on the stands like I've been to sports games before when there's some guy just screaming because he doesn't like the results
0: oh yeah I'll
1: never forget I was eight years old and I went to a Ravens Steelers game and my brother wore a Ravens jersey and that did not sit well because we ended up sitting in the Steelers section
0: oh wow <laughs>
1: and there were some very angry men which mind you my brother was like nine or ten when this all happened but these grown men were so angry I'm like what is going on what is happening right now yeah why is this the case and I didn't see any of that at the NASCAR event so I don't know if I got lucky or if that's the norm but uh it was a it was a cool crew of people they were just there really for the sport
0: I've been a race fan and been going to races since 2002 so like right after you were born um (laughs) and I've like you'll see here and there like people will be drinking too much and maybe get rowdy but For the most part the nascar community like everybody's kind of just there to have a nice time look out for everybody and love it i i agree it was pretty tame but like yeah i in my experience i've not found a lot of bad apples at the racetrack
1: yeah it was fantastic i really enjoyed it
0: yeah so when do you head up to nashville then
1: soon so i will move in that uh, first week of september it's very exciting uh it's happening quickly though oh my gosh very quickly there's a lot to do, um, but I'll move there uh, first week of September, and I'll have a couple of weeks there. I think I might go to a music festival just for a songwriter gig in late September, uh, and then I actually head back to Boston for a little to do work as Miss Boston.
0: Okay, and then
1: back in Nashville for a little.
0: <laughs> and once you get calmed down, you have to make a trip down to St. Petersburg, Florida. You got to check out my comedy. I know. And and we can hang out for a little bit. You'd love St. Pete, honestly.
1: I think I might have gone. You know what? I think I did go, and there was a pastry shop that my dad talks about to this day in St. Pete's, and I think it's gone now. And he was oh, devastated. Man. we went back to the <laughs> time. He was like, oh my <laughs> God, this is the one thing that I wanted to go for.
0: Oh um, no. <laughs> but
1: yes, I would absolutely love that. I gotta come down, see some comedy. I'm always down Comedy will be good.
0: See and it's same. like, very artsy too like a lot of really good art if you like museums and yes just all that stuff it's very it's a very low-key city too like downtown where i live is
1: very cool yeah
0: so um just to wrap up here thank you for coming on again um i think my podcast is in like 40 or 50 countries so if anybody wasn't paying attention earlier where can they find your music and social media
1: they can find me on any social media platform at the tag you know Cassandra, or on my website at cassandraofficialmusic.com, where you can find all my music. It'll lead you to Spotify, Apple Music. I go by the artist name of Cassandra, and I will be dropping my newest song, "Highlight the Real," on September
0: 16th. Perfect, and it's only the beginning. So, indeed, indeed,
1: indeed. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I really yeah, it.
0: super happy we got to meet and tell your parents I said hi
1: will do, we'll
0: do. <laughs> all right i'll talk to you later thank you again for coming
1: of course have a good one talk to you soon right, you too bye. bye
0: so i know you guys enjoyed that podcast it was super fun to uh, to have that conversation with cassandra i uh, i texted her right away and i was like hey i had to keep an eye on the time because i at that point we were just talking and i was having a great conversation we could have gone on for hours but uh super super appreciative that she gave some time it's been a busy weekend i know i'm exhausted from the weekend and she just got back to jacksonville so she's probably tired too and that was super nice of her to uh to talk with me on the podcast for that long and we got to know her she is a uh, super creative and interesting person i hope everybody has a new realization for just how awesome she is and checks out her music um and everything that she does it's it's really incredible and she's an awesome person i can't wait to to see her next time and Have her come to my comedy. So, again, thank you, Cassandra, for coming on the For the Ladies podcast. Thank you for listening wherever you're at. And, uh, yeah, just uh, let's keep on doing it. Shout out. See you guys next time.